It's the Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back to the Talking Games Podcast. This is episode 64. Uh, it's officially Sunday, the 29th of May. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to check out the website, gamesinquirer.com. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. Uh, there will be somewhat more news up later this week uh, for several new reviews. Uh, there's also going to be two editorial uh, Stranger Things Season 4 recap. Uh, it will be up on the website as well. If you're interested in joining the stream team, send us an email, gamesinquirer at gmail.com. If you've got a decent enough following and you're looking to make more money and, and grow your own community, send us a message. Uh, you can also find us currently on patreon.com forward slash gamesinquirer. If you'd like to support this podcast or the website for £3 a month, uh, additional podcasts, load more news articles, videos, etc. will be up on there. £5 a month also means you can help us out with games development because we want to make games. Uh, we, whenever we get beta codes, etc. for testing, which isn't available to the public, it'll also be available to you on our Patreon. All you got to do is sign up, patreon.com forward slash gamesinquirer. Uh, that being said, thank you. I am Major. Thank you for joining us again this week. We do have Bam Bam and Shinobi in this week. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Been chilling, bro. We're playing some uh, some of Warner Brothers uh, Super Smash Brothers clone multiverses. I got into that close alpha. That game. Yes. The game has potential. You know, been playing that. Uh, other than that, man, just been you know just been chilling, bro. Living life. Yeah, I, I've been on the same. I've had a we had, we got another early access code as well. I've been having a go at that. It's not too bad actually. I was I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be uh, slightly worse uh, than a number of other <laughs> people oh, expected. But I'm actually pleasantly surprised. It looks really good. I mean, it does play yeah. very well. What what looks good? Multiverses. Uh, yeah, so it's like it's like Warner Brothers version of Super Smash Brothers. You remember earlier this year? Oh, Nickelodeon All Stars came out. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Warner Brothers has its own version, and um, you know, in the Alpha, it had Harley Quinn, Batman, Superman, uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo, Velma. They had you know had a, had a nice little roster. That compared to Smash Brothers, it it doesn't compare to Smash Brothers, but I think I think it does enough different on its own. To where it's it's, it's going to be a good standalone game to where it doesn't have to compete with Smash because it's going to be its own thing. It even like the game stands out so much, and you know it's it's still like using that Smash formula, but it's 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 doing enough to where even the Super Smash Brothers uh, professional players have branched away from Smash and they started making content for this game. So I think I think this game has you know some legs. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised to be honest, and I, I I do think this could be one of Warner Brothers' best games made. Um, I'm waiting for the full release though, because I think people need to really see it to get what we're talking oh, yeah. about. Uh, but that being said, uh, sad news to kick us off this week. Uh, Ray Liotta, uh, the guy very famous for playing in Godfather, in was it God not Godfather, Goodfellas. Uh, he played Har- uh, Henry Hill. Uh, he sadly passed away this past week. Uh, age of 67. Uh, if you are a gamer and you're not so much akin to the, uh, the gangster movies, you'll know him from GTA Vice City. Uh, he played the voice of Tommy Vassetti. Uh, he's also played in several other roles in movies throughout the years as well. Uh, according to Deadline, uh, he passed away in his sleep uh, whilst filming a new film in uh, Dominican Republic. Mm. Uh, kind he's of an an amazing yeah, he actor. is an amazing actor, and he's he's, he's yeah. worked with some of the best actors ever. People like Robert De Niro and yeah. Joe Pesci, and you know this he's he's done a lot in movies. The amount of movies he's actually done is into the hundreds. Yeah, I watched him a lot. I used to be a big fan of him as well. Um, mm. as well, 
Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, they're some of my favorite actors. So, it's a shame yeah. that he's gone now, you know. 67, though, does feel still quite young. It doesn't feel old at all. Oh, yeah. That's that's uh, still super young. And it's kind of crazy, too, mate. Just like, it seems like every week, man, one of the, you know, one of the people who we grew up on, it seems like, you know, the old yeah. guard is starting, you know, they all starting to get up out of here, man. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really sad to see, man. It's like a piece of your childhood is legit that's being taken away from you. Yeah. Well, spe- speaking of people we grew up on, Johnny Depp Amber Heard case has just wrapped this past Friday. We get the result next week. Uh, from Ooh. the stuff that we've actually seen, I honestly believe Johnny's winning this. I cannot see yeah. him winning this. <laughs> Do you wish a woman like that? Oh, mate, I don't. I, I wouldn't want someone like her. Do you wish you was a woman like that? No. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want anything like to <laughs> remotely be like her. To be honest, God, she reminds me very much of my sister-in-law. I would take you know, if I could choose one thing that uh, she has to, you know, to use, I would, I would probably take, you know, just just take her money. Yes, I, I mean she she's worth about eight million dollars. I'll take the eight million. Other than that, I wouldn't want anything to do with her, to be honest. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah the trial, we find out next week what the verdict will be. I sincerely doubt she's winning. Uh, we do know Johnny Depp's going to be in a couple of other movies, uh, including one about Louis the Fifteenth. Um, I'm hoping he does make his way back eventually uh, to Disney because I think he's he's the kind of actor you'd want in something like, let's say, like a Marvel movie or something because he is such yeah. a very good theatre actor. But he's also very good at playing any role. He can really morph himself into anybody, which is a hallmark of his ability. I but. think I'm going to have to recap my statement. I, I don't know if you remember it now, but I remember before the case started, I was like, I don't I don't know if, if, if Johnny can win this, right? Because you remember me saying that. I think I want to recap my statement and take back what I said because after, after watching the case, man, that, uh, what's her name? Carmela? I don't know. Whatever oh, her uh, name is. Oh, she yeah, said, yeah, the, the, Cuban, the Cuban lawyer. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's she's called been, something. Yeah, she's made me laugh just yeah. from interviewing her. Like the, like the drop, the mic drop at the end of her questioning was, Mwah. honest yeah. to God, this is her. If I ever get into any legal trouble whatsoever, I want that legal team because they are <laughs> yeah, incredible. Awesome, awesome bunch of lawyers, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's kind of making me wish that I hadn't left law school, to be honest. Because if I could ever work with him, that would be incredible. Uh, yeah, Amber, I don't think Amber's winning. Uh, the jury basically don't like her, according to several people. Yeah, I, I, I don't see her winning. And I don't care if there's any Amber Heard fans out there. Like that Eve Barlow who keeps posting like several comments on Facebook and Twitter threads about Amber Heard. You're lost. It's over. Everybody, everybody, You're going to pay 50 Every, she got she got the right name. Everybody heard her. Yeah, but she's also a turd, mate. Amber Heard, a, a turd of a Did human you, being. Have you heard of her? What's that? Amber Heard. Have you heard of Amber Heard? See? Yes, I've heard of Amber Heard, and I'm, I'd never <laughs> want to hear her name ever again after this trial's finished. Oh man, that's between she's, red, she's green, and Catherine. Yeah, it's warning thing. <laughs> I'm saying she got the perfect name. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, well, she she will forever now be called Amber Turd. That is her new name for now on. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. We speaking of this last week. Should I be one minute? Uh, speaking of this last week, we did say that Japan uh, were apparently 
selling off a brand new PS5 model. Um, apparently now, though, PS5 Pro has been expectedly confirmed, uh, as well as a new Xbox Series X console. It is supposed to be launching 2023. Uh, TCL is expecting a half generation to kick off next year. Uh, the news was first laid earlier this week uh, in a tweet by Tom Henderson, uh, which originates from a news conference at which TCL Technology uh, presented a showcase. According to a Chinese company known for around the world for its electronics manufacturing processes, particularly with PlayStation and Xbox, uh, they should expect revisions of both consoles to arrive at some point next year in 2023 with native 8K support, 120 hertz capabilities. That is ridiculously powerful, uh, as well as a 2160p resolution and an enhanced GPU. Uh, this isn't the first time we've heard ramblings about this. Uh, September 2021, last year, there was a report claiming we should expect a new console to launch this next year as well. It's also claimed that revision for the Series X from Microsoft was also in the works. Uh, we do know that they're working on a, an outer shell. Uh, possibly for the new PlayStation so it could have a new redesigned look because the current PlayStation is massive, uh, but it's uh, potentially doubling the performance with this new model. Uh, there was no mention of a revision for the Series X, though, but it, that doesn't mean it isn't happening considering Xbox are following PlayStation currently uh, with the new rumours, uh, and the showcase did mention Xbox, so it's possible that we're getting a new Xbox console as well. Let me... Let me... Let me comment on this real quick, right? Um, I've, I've seen the screenshots that came out of there. Uh, the screenshots, they didn't look verifiable. I, I don't I don't believe this, number one. Let mm. me go ahead and break this down. So if yeah, you I, want, I, I will uh, confirm this is just a rumor. Like, there isn't, it is yeah, okay. confirmed by the side. But. Yeah. Because I am seeing that stuff I'm floating around, too. But, but, but just for one, right? So for one, consoles that we have right now, they can't even do 4K 120 consistently anyways. And most games aren't even targeting... 4K and and plus they aren't targeting 120. That's for one, and then for second, it's 2023. That's going to be three years into this quote unquote new generation of consoles. So we're so we're in the current gen, and we still haven't seen none of these games or none of these consoles have started to take advantage of these games. And then thirdly, right, they're talking about 8K gaming, but again, people are just now starting to get brand new OLED TVs that are capable of doing 120. And and like I know monitors. Monitors that have like been doing 120, you know, 1440p, 144 frames per second. But as far as 8K gaming, until until these developers can 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 make these games take advantage of these consoles to consistently hit 4K 120, I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath for for 8K 120 games at all. I'm not. I agree. I agree totally. What do you think, my? I'm bipolar, so here's my other personality. What do you think? <laughs> It's science fiction. I'll wait for science fact. Is it? So you don't believe? I mean, I... We, we have got someone else in the chat. Would you like to introduce yourself first? <laughs> wait, wait. Let my other personality speak. Yes, uh, let me introduce yourself have, like, 4K TVs. So expect people to leapfrog onto 8K, which is, you know... I mean, how much is an 8K TV? Like, 4K is, like, you know, still, like, verging around a grand at the moment. 4K is still a... It's still floating around fifteen hundred to two thousand, and that's yeah, and that's exactly. for the best of the best, which is you know. Okay, I mean, so you know, we don't even have like four K content um, on a large enough scale yet. Mm -hmm. we, we still we still have cross gen games coming out. I mean, we still have games that are like exactly. PS4, uh, you know, native mm -hmm. for the PS4, and they're being upscaled for the PS5. Um, 
only now they're talking about, yeah, like, you know, the next, I don't know, Batman game is going to be like PS5 only. It's not going to be uh, PS4 only. Um, so only we're, we're only just getting to like PS5. Um, as for what I say, a PS5 Pro, which is essentially what 8K revision is. Um, yeah, no, 2023, those are just rumors, but those are also rumors that are being spearheaded by people that don't know anything about the industry. I mean, you know, most people don't even have PS5s at this moment in time. Exactly. Still, yeah. Enough like, yeah. you know, 800 quid on the, on the gray market. Well, not the gray market, but on eBay, for example. Um, we've got this retailer here called CEX. They're still charging about 750, 690, something like that. But I mean, you know, PS5s, they're still the sort of consoles where if you walk down the road, you know, in broad daylight, you'll probably get stabbed in broad daylight. That's how much it matters. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, we're not yeah. going to be, I mean, plus there's the the the, the chip shortage that we're experiencing. They're not going to mm-hmm. be, that's not going to be resolved until what? Next year, Jeez. basically. Next that's year, 2024. Um, yeah. So, I mean, why are they even talking about like, you know, um, oh, and then the Switch, like, Switch um, yeah, I mean, like the just, just the Switch, just in general, the Switch. I mean, you know, they're saying like, you know, Nintendo turned around and said, oh, we're not going to have any, um, we're going to experience shortages with regards to like just just these this, the shitty old switch, um, like you know from from a tech perspective. I mean, all of these companies there. Oh, and the GPUs. I mean, all of these companies they're experiencing massive shortages with regards to like their current spec um, hardware. So with regards to these this future spec hardware where they're talking about, oh yeah, we're going to release this 8K Pro or whatever. Is I'm like, are you off your rocket? Do you not understand yeah. the market reality where you know we're, we're finding it difficult to like like source like you know current tech at like reasonable prices what makes people expect um that all of these companies are going to be able to come out and you know release like 8k um hardware at a reasonable price oh and then there's mm-hmm. the software you know like just the covid lockdown all of that stuff just the pandemic i mean you know we don't have the software pipelines in place uh to release decent software i mean as i said we're still releasing um Left um, previous gen content, which is like cross gen at this moment in time, which is basically upscaled. So all this stuff that I mean, we we first of all need to get to a stage where we're releasing, where the market is able to accept um, PS5 content that's exclusively released for the PS5, and we haven't gotten there yet. So um, and which is able to take advantage of um, 4K TVs. I mean, plus on top of that, I mean, you know, like how much is software development? Um, like Halo came out. That's one of the biggest, you know. I don't know what the what the what the stats are for that in terms of the uh, the production budget. But the rumors, the rumors for Halo, like the rumors for Halo was that they was working with a five hundred million dollar budget, and that's what you know development paying the, yeah. paying the people at three four three and then marketing. But yeah, that was the numbers that was a uh, rumor. Well, I mean, I I was going to turn around and just say two hundred million, and even that's mm-hmm. like a pretty high budget. But oh yeah, I mean, from you know, let's just call it 500 mil. I mean, that's just like, that's still where they have to turn around and say, oh, on top of that, like, you know, like Sony, I turn around and say, yeah, we've got to release games for um for the PC. And we, you should, ex- as the market, you should expect to see those games that are being released on the PC and the PS5 by 2023, maybe 2024. Um, so they're almost going down this whole sort of like, you know, cross platforms sort of route that Microsoft sort of like spearheaded like about five years ago. Um, but that's only because the, sp- the development costs are so ridiculously high. Um, oh, yeah. 
you know, and so when they're talking about, yeah, we're going to like, you know, release a, a PS4 Pro or a PS6, uh, sorry, PS5 Pro or a PS6, which is going to be 8K compatible or which is going to utilize 8K content. I'm like, mate, how much are you going to pay those 3D artists to like, you know, like um, <laughs> to build like 3D renders or 3D wireframe graphics that are going to basically have, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, basically, like, how 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 detailed do you want the graphics to be? You can't have three versions of the same console. Yeah, yeah, and you know, See? on top of that, it's like you can't just like release like you know three versions of that particular game because ultimately that's going to uh, add to the overhead. Um, you know, the market isn't yet there yet. I mean, you know, most people they don't they just get onto the 4K bandwagon. And we're talking like say. You know, they'll probably be, buy, be buying something like the A1 or something like that, which is like, what, seven, 600 quid or something like that. You know, they'll jump on that first. They'll be happy with that for the next five years. And then maybe we can talk about 8K content. But even then, I mean, like how many Blu-rays or, you know, DVDs, they haven't been upscaled yet to 4K. I mean, even like that, that should be a litmus test for where the market is right now. I mean, you know, 4K HD, uh, Ultra HD Blu-rays, they're not like say at uh, disposable levels. I mean, we're you know, if we're lucky, we'll get a D, um, an Ultra HD for like seven quid. Maybe four quid if it's some um, you know Ultra HD uh, DVD that's been um, mass produced um, where they're finding it difficult to get rid of. But I mean, we we just haven't gotten there yet. Um, all these people that are like just talking about i mean that's what it is it's just rumors rumors being spread by people that ultimately have their own agenda and they don't know what they're talking about because they don't yeah. understand the market reality well, the thing yeah, is, one thing is that that took me a lot of skill to have my two personalities speak at the same time <laughs> it's like that african language you know yeah, the one with the with the because no, i actually want people please. to know who he is yeah, uh, what's yeah, your let's, name, yeah let's get his name you, man i don't even i don't even know who your other personality is man. So can it's, so basically, the it's like you know the african language in kenya where you can where you speak like that yeah, and you yeah, talk yeah. like that. i can't do that yet but i can do english dual you know as you notice i had two voices at the same time so what do you think i got two brains it's called bipolar gaming syndrome yeah uh, that, that everybody who's listening is as uh thank you for that contribution that's yeah. extremely enlightening uh moving on to more xbox news though marvel apparently uh offered xbox rights to the marvel series and they turned it down crazy yeah crazy crazy decision but let's dissect it though, Major, right? So let's so let's think about so if you look at this article, it says that they that they offered this this uh this contract to Xbox around 2014, 2015. And going from yeah. what we know about the Xbox back then versus the Xbox now is this. Phil Spencer, he did not have the budget or he did not have the blessing from Satya Nadella to do as he as he's doing or has or how he has been doing with Xbox. In 2014. They didn't have as many students. In 2014, if, if they would have accepted, accepted, uh, let's say they would have got, uh, I don't know, Deadshot or another Marvel or DC character, right? What studio would have been able to make that game come to life? They didn't have an Insomniac game. That's true. Games, I mean, 343 right? would probably have been their best shot to, to develop it, but they could have had Spider-Man. Right. But the Sony, what, the Sony got Marvel Spider-Man could have been on Xbox. But I think I would like to say this, right, is that... Uh, when they when they got the deal back then, 
I don't think uh, Xbox was in a position to accept a deal like that because, mm-hmm. again, I don't think they had the resources available at you know on hand to even do a game like that to you know at least to do it correctly. But I feel like now, if they got a deal like that, hey, just 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 going off what we know, you know, with Indiana Jones coming out, you you, you know what I mean, with uh with in exile working on some quote unquote because it's rumored that they're working on a new Star Wars project. I feel like they're in a better position now, and maybe we might see something down the road coming coming from Xbox and Disney. But also, major in the in in the same week of this news coming out, it also came out that Xbox turned down Knights of the Old Republic. That, that they had a chance to get that deal themselves, but they also turned that down. But that's just a rumor, so I don't know how true that one is. That is true, yeah. Um, according to GameSpot, an excerpt from uh, Stephen Kent's 2021 book, uh, The Ultimate History of Video Games, uh, is explained the quality of Activision Blizzard's amazing Spider-Man tie-ins. Uh, was apparently not uh, up to Marvel standards, uh, led the companies to eventually agree to end the licensing deal in 2014, uh, which is when they then approached Xbox to take it over instead, and Xbox uh, refused for some reason. They wanted an exclusive partnership with Xbox uh, for the entirety of the Marvel series, uh, which would have included Spider-Man, would also have included the Hulk, Thor, Iron Man. We could have had an Iron Man game, dude. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we could have had on. Yeah, but, yeah. but who would have made they would have to... no, go ahead. But who would have made but, that game though? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean Microsoft does have about twenty studios. They're yeah, not I mean they prefer to do their own IP. Yeah. Yeah. But the same at the same time they need to have the IPs that people know. And if you're just gonna rely on games like Halo that yeah, they've made poorly for the last five years, but, they need they I'm, need to how many Marvel games have we had? And it's just gross stale, yeah? I mean, except I mean, the last two Spider-Man games have been phenomenal. Yeah, but that's only because who made it? Insomnia. Only. But that's because they got the license first. Yeah, but who made it? What team? Insomnia. Oh, what was the exactly. shit? Enough said. But what it is, is that um, uh, I think also you got to pay high licensing fees as well for those characters. I don't think they're probably for us financially. No, 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 they, they weren't offering. They didn't want high license fees. What they wanted was a percentage of sales. Oh, okay. They wanted a significant percentage of sales, yeah. but Xbox still would have sold a hell of a lot of games. Yeah, but my been exclusive. Want all their money, man. They want their P, man. They want the squirrel. Like, they ain't gonna. <laughs> but no but way. they also, but they also did not have. So this is why I said looking at it back then, because we can't look at all the studios that they have today. Because they didn't, they didn't have twenty to thirty studios back then. Three, four, three could not have made a Spider-Man game. Lionhead Studios could not have made a Spider-Man game. The Coalition no. could not have made a Spider-Man game. They didn't no. have any studios that could have did Spider-Man as good or even better than what Insomniac did. So, yeah. I mean, looking at it in retrospect, like we can look at it and be like, "Damn, I wish they would have took this deal." But knowing what we know today, I don't yeah. think that would have been a good thing. I. I wouldn't have Financially, though, I do think it was a bit of a mistake considering the last Spider-Man, the first game, and the Miles Morales sort of DLC expansion that was standalone. So sold 26.5 million mm-hmm. copies yes. at $60 each. That is an obscene amount of money oh, yeah. that Xbox could have had in, de- in going into buying new studios instead. They turned it down. I still think that was a very bad decision, um, regardless, because if you've got something like Marvel... When there is coalescing with the movies releasing, 
Marvel during the 2014, 2016, 2018 time periods was the biggest thing going at all in entertainment. There wasn't anything that was making or drawing as much money or attention. Danger, like with Capcom, is the danger. I, I don't once the them. license, once the license expires, mm. you don't own that game. You're screwed. You got to delist it. No, they they own the game. The they don't. They right. The contracts would have gone. They took it over exclusivity, so they would have had the license exclusively to make games for Xbox. Lifetime, is it? No. Well, that's that's the thing. The games they make in that period, yeah. during that time of that contract, is theirs. After that, period, yeah, but, yeah, but then, now to make another Marvel game. Yeah, but then in the past, there's been issues where, like, they've done turtles or other things, and they've had to delist the titles because of uh, uh, licensing. Yeah, and here you tell. Who, who who owns Turtles? Who owns? Uh, I think it's Warner Brothers. Transformers. Though, now Warner Brothers has had several issues with contracts and licensing because they keep selling off the departments that technically own that license or their all their parts of their company. And they got to the point now where they sold Warner Brother games off the, or whatever it is, off the Discovery. So they're constantly selling, which means they're then having to buy it back. And that licenses they own are constantly changing. Yeah, but I think, I think also, if, I, if I look back, yeah, because I'm a collector, yeah, mm-hmm. and so is my other I said this like 20 times, but yeah, go on. And my other personality is as well. So basically, <laughs> what it is, yeah, is that I can't be in the collector. I don't care about those old, uh, well, I do about a few turtle games, yeah, but the other Marvel games, I don't care. Maybe Spider Man, I will now, but before that, no, I didn't care. But I do oh, care about Gears of War, Halo, one minute, Gears of War, Halo, Last of Us, all the Nintendo IP, obviously, but let's not include that. Let's just talk about these two yeah so all the sony exclusives the microsoft exclusive i care about them yeah but i don't care about those marvel things of the past man i don't give a damn and like they don't hold their value with me except maybe like a few capcom games but then they just replace them anyway so whoever takes it up ends up making a replacement for that title it, it just loses its uniqueness, you know, because they just make it again. It's like um when you did X-Men and all that, the arcade games, like the Street Fighter type yeah. games, you know, you did the X-Men and all that. They've all been replaced. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. I don't give a damn about that X-Men now because I've got, I got uh, Marvel Infinity. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But I do care about Killer Instinct. I do care about Street Fighter. I do care about King of Fighters. Yeah, I, I do care even of uh, Blaze Blue and um, um, uh, what, Guilty Gear. Yeah, see? Yeah. So I care, yeah? And Dragon Ball Fighter Z, yeah? I care about them. But them other ones, no, nah, man, like, it's just like, they just fade out because it's just a license. That's all it is. Comes out and it just disappears in time. What they're looking at is longevity, yeah? And longevity, meaning they can dig out those old games like they do with the Game Pass of the original Xbox and the, uh, it's a headache signing forms when the IP don't belong to you, it's a headache, so basically yeah. they've got to negotiate, they've got to pay this, pay that, just to resurrect something that they can just pull out and what, so, um, yeah, yeah that's having, your, having, your own, having your own IP allows you to be able to take a creative risks but also be able to invest in a better grade talent because obviously you have more money to deal with yeah, exactly. And more more money for marketing as well. I mean, 
um, I don't know the last the licensing, but just looking at it from say a franchise perspective in terms of like buying your own business versus you know in creating your own business versus you know buying a franchise. I mean, so much of your money, your outlay has to go towards buying the name, operating under that name. But if you were to create your own business or your own IP, um, you could do it in a small fraction of the cost, and you could basically reap so many like so much more reward because you have so much money to play around with. I mean, I don't know the licensing, but Marvel, that's that's not a small name. That's not, say, a disposable throwaway name. Um, just the amount of millions that would have gone into securing that name. But on top of that, Marvel, that doesn't really necessarily allow you to be able to, you know, um, print loads of money anyway, because you look at the Avengers game, uh, how much, like, I think they lost like, what, 200 million or something like that? Yeah, they gave flat. And, you know, that, that should tell you, like, and they weren't even able to use the likeness of, like, say, Chris Hemsworth, for example. I mean, the, the licensing laws were, like, so skewed and they were so complicated. And, you know, they had to work within these parameters. I mean, you have to, like, go back and forth with the 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 the, um, the licensing company, as in Marvel, basically. You have to go back and forth with them. Like, can we make this decision? Can we implement this weapon? Can we do this and that and that and this? And, on you know, and then you have to, like, um, bring out that particular tile at a certain point, it has to be tied in with, say, a certain release, like a Blu-ray release or or a, or a, or a movie release that comes out in the cinema. I mean, you know, you've got these these this this then you've got this crunch cycle that you've got to, like worry about with. Um, I mean, it's it might have worked and it can work, and Spider-Man obviously shows, you know, that done properly if you have enough uh, creative leeway and enough uh, time to be able to do these sort of things. Yeah, it, it can work, but at the same time, however, you know. Um, it's not a guarantee, and frankly, if I had say that sort of money, I mean, two hundred million. I mean, could you imagine where you could? Could you imagine how many games you could make with two hundred million? I mean, that was just Especially that, in Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, you know, if you, could you like, if for, so for example, if I was to hire a developer based in India, for example, I mean, their annual salaries are something like twenty thousand, and that's for a good developer. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like. I agree with you, but it's like it, it, it depends on the game. Like you could have made well, a lot of eighty games, but in this day and but, age, two hundred million that wouldn't give you a lot of AAA games. No, but I mean, like you know, they they lost two hundred million, and you know, this is wasn't this wasn't Nintendo. This was Square Enix, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, so, but even then, it's like you know, you, you look at something like say India. As I said, you know, um, you go to India, you offer salaries of like twenty thousand. That's for a year, by the way, for a good developer. You times yeah. by say five, um, you get five developers. That's a hundred thousand. You basically pumped out for like say ten pounds each. I mean, I don't know like what the maths is because I could I can't be bothered getting my calculator out. But a hundred thousand, you know, divide that by whatever the user base is across um, PC, PS4, you know, blah blah blah. You know, you do it via Unity, which allows you to be able to like you know export those projects across like multiple platforms. Android, for example, um, you should be able to get recoup most if not all uh, of your money back plus obviously you know throw like a little bit more money towards like say advertising on whatever platforms out there Eurogamer for all like it um a few banner ads and whatnot you know maybe for like you know 20 grand on like facebook for example marketing um you know you could you could basically like reduce your costs that way i mean you know as i said it's it's a Losing two hundred million—that's uh, that's not exactly a small chunk of change. And that, I mean, the Avengers, 
way bigger than Spider-Man, you know, way bigger than anything else out there. The Avengers we're talking about. Um, <laughs> and that's million. Um, I don't know, man. Because, like, I feel like. Well, I mean, Spider-Man. I mean, Sp- like, like Spider-Man itself is rather big, Avengers, Avengers yeah, have got. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, like the Avengers, like you know, that's like that includes Spider-Man. I mean, and yet, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but like if you think about, like, even if you looked at the Avengers games, yeah, you but look I mean, at that game, and then if you look at Spider-Man, just the name Spider-Man alone topples any type of, of video game character, maybe besides Batman. Batman and Spider-Man are probably, like, the only two. Yeah, okay, but, like, you know, in terms of movie sales, which is ultimately what, what um, these games are riffing off of, um, the Avengers, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a massive Raimi fan, so I love my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I see the, the new Spider-Man because it had to, um, Tobey Maguire. But, um, you know, the, the thing is, is that the Avengers, from a box office perspective, completely canes, like, Spider-Man. Um, and you know, it's a far bigger draw because it has like all of the other people, like Thor, Incredible Hulk, um, Spider Man. You know, it's uh, it's a bit like saying uh, Mick Jagger versus the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones already has Mick Jagger, you know. So yeah, but we can't compare um, movies, movies to video games. Like a movie, movies, well, I mean, like so, so, so with the movies that, versus that, video uh, games. For that GIF, you know, like where it's like, show me the receipt, you know. But that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Is, it's uh, the Avengers lost 200 million, which in itself gives you uh, an idea like that uh, licensing is not a guarantee to make money. You know, if, if they if it broke even fair play, if it kind of lost like like a million or two fair play, but it lost 200 million. And that's not a small chunk of change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are, we are going to have to move on because we do have still. Wait, wait. We've been recording 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, episode 60, oh, it's episode 64, yeah. Yes, I know. How can you not talk about that? We will get to that. We need to keep going. Anyway, uh, quick news story. Uh, Phil Spencer, Xbox head, uh, has confirmed all the QA workers uh, that within Raven Software that voted to unionize will be recognized under Microsoft as an official labor union. Uh, congratulations to Raven Software, by the way. I did put this out on Twitter, but congratulations. They are the first in the US uh, of game developers and QA testers to be recognized as an official union. It's a big change. Uh, according to a report by Kotaku uh, during an internal meeting, Spencer said he would absolutely support the union uh, once the deal closes between him and Activision uh, at the latest June 2023. Uh, we think it's a right of employees and something that could be part of a relationship between the company and people who work at the company. Uh, previously, Microsoft had announced it wouldn't stand in the way of unionization uh, if any of these other developers wanted to unionize, though that uh, Raven Software unionization uh, marks the first time uh, that a Microsoft official executive has officially announced their support for the union. Uh, Phil Spencer is the first person in Xbox to actually come out and say, Yes, we support unions. Uh, the company's move to acquire Activision Blizzard is still being investigated, though. Uh, we don't know whether that deal will officially go through at the moment because the FTC are still investigating that deal. Uh, Project Keystone, uh, another big announcement from Microsoft, uh, will be an affordable Xbox cloud gaming streaming stick. Uh, it's not going to be around anytime soon. However, Windows Central have reported that we received confirmation from Microsoft uh, that streaming dongle, a codename Project Keystone, uh, is meant to be an easy and affordable option for people that want to play and access Xbox Cloud Gaming. 
you can read the full article down below. Uh, but this is not the first time rumours of a streaming stick that offers Xbox Clouds have been thrown out into the window. Uh, last year, Xbox signaled they wants to build a global ecosystem uh, that allows many people to experience Xbox and everything from smart TVs and streaming sticks. Uh, they said this hardware would remain the flagship experience. Uh, this is... Well, I, I'm not a fan of streaming Yeah, I mean, you'd have to basically... So your TV would essentially become the console. you plug the streaming stick in and then it would stream straight Yeah, or off a dongle, yeah. And with cloud gaming too, Major, um, with cloud gaming, right, with uh, cloud gaming, I don't think that's going to be a viable option for a lot of people, at least for the people here in the States, because I know, I know I've told you this here multiple times. Depending on where you are, you cannot get uh, unlimited amounts of, of 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 download speeds or upload speeds. Some some areas throttle you, so they only give you a certain amount. So here in the U.S., I don't like that that whole project Keystone. That isn't going to be a viable option for people to use because internet just isn't at that stage yet here in the states. Yeah, uh, Polish. If you can hear the birds outside, we have wild parakeets, <laughs> they and they've not shut up. Uh, but anyway. Uh, moving on the flip side of that, Sony has announced the PlayStation VR 2 uh, will have over 20 launch games. Uh, there isn't a full list just yet. Uh, Jim Ryan said they are spending a considerable amount of money securing VR content from third-party developers. Uh, the launch games will cover basically first-party and third-party titles. Uh, he said in a brief meeting on Thursday, this past Thursday, uh, right now there's a considerable amount of money being spent on the partnerships. Uh, that energy, effort, and money will continue to grow as the installed base of PlayStation VR 2 headsets continue to grow. Also, uh, this was during Sony's CES 2022 keynote in January. Uh, the company first shared official tech specs for the PS5's version of their VR headset. Also confirmed the name as the VR 2 Sense controller. They also announced that Horizon Call of the Mountain from Gorilla and Fire Sprite will be the first game announced for that, for that headset. Uh, developed by Gorilla Games, obviously. Uh, with UK developer Firesprite. Firesprite was one of the developers that Sony recently purchased. Uh, the following month, uh, the platform holder released the first images of the headset as well with the controllers, which are linked below if you want to go check them out. Uh, I still think that they're going to have problems with Oculus. I still think they've got competition there. Microsoft aren't in the VR headspace. So I think the Oculus Quest 2 or the Meta Quest, whichever you want to call it, is still going to be the front runner. Uh, I, don't, I mean, 20, 20 exclusive games of that headset is it's a rather large amount. I don't, I don't think Oculus 2 is going to be their biggest competitor. I think this, this chip shortage is going to be their biggest competitor. If, if, if the PSVR 2 is supposed to be uh, exclusive to the PS5, and yep. most people are still fighting tooth and nail to even get a PS5, yes. what, what is the point in even coming out with a PSVR 2 when, when also looking at the sales and the comparisons to, to PSVR one with the PS4, most people with PS4 has crossed over 120 million uh, units sold, and mm -hmm. only what? Only only five or six percent of those people even own a PSVR headset. So it's yeah. like, I, it's, I mean, it's I mean, not. I mean, Oculus, you don't need anything. You don't need a console. You don't need a PC. Yeah, you just need the headset. I got. One. You just need the headset. PlayStation, you need to have the console as well. Yo, Apple's doing something. Apple, is, they are looking into VR headsets, but at the same time, they don't know anything about gaming, so I've never, ever given exactly. anything. Exactly. I, they, they, they barely know how to handle phone markets, so 
trusting them with getting into games development or even uh, worrying about what games and yeah. looking at what developers are doing what and understanding the market is not their strong suit. Mm-hmm. Never count Amazon, uh, even a- Apple or even Amazon in anything yeah, around with, games. The thing, the, thing, the thing with Apple, if they can make it good, if they can make it good, which they do, they could pull it off because... I mean, they, 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 can make it, they can it's make a good bad. headset. They can make a good headset. You're gone. But for mobile gaming, mm. Apple Arcade is the best for mobile gaming. Yeah. And I'm not talking about consoles. Talking about mobile. So imagine you could use that with your iPhone when you're outside. That would be sick. I mean, to be, to be honest, if they, they could make the best headset going. Apple could have the best graphics. They could have the best connection speed, the best battery life. It's, most, it's the best, most comfortable headset going. They don't know dick about gaming's industry. They don't know what developers are doing. They don't understand how games development works. They don't know what's popular, how trends work. They haven't got a clue. And they've shown this repeatedly when they try to launch games onto the Apple TV device. The games they bought out were not even not nobody wanted to play them. They don't understand games development. They just definitely grab something. Not only that, Major. Apple does not have the content. People, 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 people aren't going to go out and buy a $500 headset because nowadays, even with the PSVR 2 headset, that, that headset is supposed to come with a 4K display built yeah. into the headset. Nobody's going to waste $500 so they can sit down on their ass outside of the park and play Candy Crush in VR mode. They'll probably spin it with movies, yeah? But the thing I mean, is, I mean, you, you can, can spin it with you movies. Go, you can go get a MetaQuest and play movies and watch them up. Exactly. Netflix I speak to a lot of people... And, who do play <laughs> Apple Arcade and they do yeah. like it. So yeah, Apple yeah. Arcade is great, but at the same time, it's it's not their games. They had they didn't they had people involved Apple. in that to launch the Apple Arcade to get those games on there Apple. because Apple did not have a clue what to put on it. And also, Apple Arcade does not compare it to to Sony's catalog of games. This is this is I said I said all everything that, that like I said earlier to say this. Apple is just like Major said. Apple could have the best quality VR gaming headset in the world, but if the content is not there, Apple Arcade is is, is not enough to make me go out and waste five hundred dollars. If, yeah. if I'm a uh, if I'm a gamer and and if I actually game on consoles versus mobile games, and, and if I'm looking at which headset to get, if I already own a PS5 and I own an iPhone 13 Pro Max or whatever the hell new iPhone is is out on the market, I'm gonna go with the PSVR2 headset because I know for a fact. Sony is going to have better content coming day and date on that VR headset. I don't have to worry about playing Candy Crush or Sasquatch or one of those Apple Arcade games. No. The content is just, is, is, is just day and what night. There's no comparison. I don't like about, what I don't like about VR is that it, does, it can damage your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, got, we are going to have VR uh, reviews up eventually around July, August. Uh, when my VR headset arrives, because my friend's eyesight got damaged with Oculus Quest. Yeah, really? So, yeah, it got damaged. How, so much, how much was he playing? So, no, if you don't mind me asking, bro. I don't know, man. He's probably a VR crackhead. But for <laughs> what? I, he's high on drugs most of the time, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. All right. All right. If you are the captain, can't screw your eyes up. Let, let's go into deals of the week. Uh, if you are looking for a new, well, <laughs> if your eyes are that bad, we're going to tell you what the best prices are uh, in this week's deal of the week. Stacey, roll the thing. Are you looking to start a podcast? Sign up with Podbean. Voted the number one online podcast app by people like you and it's you.
Use our promo code podbean.com slash gamesinquirer. That's capital G and capital E. And get your first month completely free. It's easy to use. You can record right on the app. No mess, no fuss. Sign up today and get your first month free on us. And it helps us out too. What are you waiting for? Join the number one podcast app on the internet. With promo link podbean.com forward slash gamesinquirer. Starting this week, Dungeons and Dragons starter set right now is 50% off at Amazon for just $9.99. You can get Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 on PS4 right now uh, together for £8.92 at Amazon deals. Uh, on Nintendo Switch, Takeo no Tatsi Jin, uh, the Rhythmic Adventure Pack 1 and 2, right now on Nintendo eShop is £11.24. That is 75% off. Uh, Planescape, Torment and Icewind Dale Edition on PS4 right now with the game collection is £7.95. Uh, you can also find that Amazon God of War, the original one on PS4, PlayStation hit £7.49 at Amazon right now. Uh, speaking of VRs, uh, PSVR with VR World's Mega Starter Bundle right now, £169.99. Uh, if you get the Mega Pack, that is just under £200. That is free, close, uh, click and collect at Argos. That is 35% off, though. £170 may sound a lot, but when you consider it's £260 usually, that's not too bad. Uh, Steam Insurgency Sandstorm right now, CD Keys, that is £9.99. That is 23% off. Uh, you can get that right now. That deal ends next week, though. Be quick. Marvel's Gardens of the Galaxy, we spoke about this already. Uh, Boomerang Rentals at eBay, uh, on eBay, £18.99 for PS5 Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh, I have 100% in that game. It is a phenomenally good game. Go check it out if you haven't played it already. Uh, Ghostwire PC uh, with Metal Poster right now at Amazon. It's £18.31. Ghostwire, personally, one of my favourite games from last year. Uh, I will be diving back into that eventually when it comes out on PS5 if I'm never able to get one. Uh, Space Invaders Infinity Gene uh, is free right now on Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass Ultimate on the Xbox Store. Uh, it's usually £7. You can get it for nothing this week. Uh, three months Xbox Live Gold membership right now at CD Keys, £6.89. Uh, usually that's about £25. It's £6.89 right now at CD Keys. Go check that out. Uh, the Persistence Enhanced on PS5 right now, the game collection is £7.95. Uh, you can also find Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, the Game of the Year edition, on Xbox One and Series X on the Microsoft Store, £6.99. Uh, moving on this week, though, uh, there is a couple of other games. Skyrim Anniversary Edition. I know we spoke about this last week. Right now on Amazon, it's 20% off. You can get it for £15.85, down from 20 uh, There's also Ghostwire Tokyo Digital Edition right now at Shop 2 on for the PlayStation 5, £26.85 right now. Uh, down from 60, that is 55% off. Uh, you can also find some DualSense wireless controllers for the PS5 at Curry's, 44.99 down from 47. It's only a small amount, but it's still something. Uh, you need to use the code GAMINGFND4. That is GAMINGFND4 on Curry's website right now. It's collection only, though, so you will need to be able to make your way there. Uh, Obliterators, uh, £2.79 right now on the Xbox store. Uh, usually 75% off, it's usually £11.20. That deal will be finishing next week. Uh, last but not least, though, PlayStation 5 DualSense controller Argos right now, uh, £47.99. Uh, that deal expires on Tuesday. Uh, you will need to grab that right now. It's usually a £60 controller, but you can get one right now at Argos. Free click and collect, £47.99. 
Uh, and that's going to do it. Oh, one more, actually. Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. We did just post an article about this from Bandai. Uh, thank you very much to them. It's £9.99 right now on the Xbox store. It's 25% off. Go grab it while you can. And that is all for your deals of the week. Uh, some good back? deals, man. Those are pretty good deals. They are some fairly good deals. Don't forget, if you're in the US and you're trying to get some of these deals and you're interested in these deals, just sign up for a VPN. Some of them give you a free 30-day trial. Go get the deals. Uh, a lot of these are also... What's that, Curry's, you said? Uh, $47.99 for a DualSense controller. That's a steal. That's a steal. What, Curry's and Argos, yeah? Curry's, yes, right now. What about Argos? Mm. You said the Argos. Oh, my. Do I have to go back through these deals? Well, you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously have to go back right now. Okay. Uh, at Curry's, PlayStation DualSense wireless controller right now. Cosmic Red, White, and Midnight Black. If you buy it on the website, but you have to go collect it, it's $44.99. Uh, using the code GAMINGFND4. That is only those three colours. If you want the standard DualSense wireless controller from Argos, that is forty-seven ninety-nine right now. Offer ends the thirty-first of May. Total bargain, man. That is, mm-hmm. that is a bargain. But okay, anyway, what's up? What's next? Yeah, well, let me get to that. Uh, Sega <laughs> is apparently announcing a new project next week. Some rumors are saying it's going to be a new mini console. Uh, could be the new, so it could be the old Sega Dreamcast. It could be the Mega Drive. We don't know. Uh, there's a special Japanese live stream. It's taking place on next Friday. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, live broadcast will be delivered from 8 o'clock on June 3rd. They did the Mega Drive already. Well, we don't, we, apparently, it's a new mini console. They've not said what it is yet. Fast or I mean, they've got the Sega Saturn, the Sega Dreamcast, the Sega Mega Drive, the Sega Master System 1 and 2. Is there any other consoles I'm not thinking of? No, I, think, I think that's it. Yeah, no. so this, apparently, there's going to be rumours of a new console. Uh, this Sega. Friday, 8 o'clock. Sega Nomad, but that's basically... Uh, Drive yeah. Genesis, anyway, so yeah. well, it's going to be on their YouTube channel, uh, June 3rd, 8 p.m. Japan time, that is 12 p.m. in the UK, uh, 7 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Hiroki Makizaki uh, and Yazoki Okanari uh, will appear as part of the stream, uh, along with a potato or uh, photo of a chocolate cake shaped like a Mega Drive Genesis controller, Sega Genesis, which is uh, what I think was what they had in the US, and that they called the Mega Drive Genesis. Uh, the obviously these two individuals suggest the announcement may be a new mini console, considering they were amongst the first lead developers to develop a console for Sega. Uh, both the two have announced that Mega Drive Mini uh, was announced at the Japanese Sega Festival in 2019. So if they haven't got the Mega Drive already, what else is there? Have they done the Master System? Have they done the uh, anything, anything else? No, it's got to be Dreamcast. I, I think I think it's most likely the Dreamcast. I think if they're going to announce a big console and they're putting this much effort into it, it could be the, the Dreamcast because the Dreamcast for Sega was their biggest selling console. Yeah, everyone wants that. What is this going to be like a Dreamcast classic or is it going to be what? Like I heard you say I, I, I'm like, guessing no. it's like the rest of the mini consoles that there was a big craze for a couple of years ago. Okay, yeah, so like the yeah. classics. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also. Uh, he's also leading, apparently, the contents lead for the Sega Mega Drive mini console, uh, which was released in 2019. Uh, Okinawa was also the producer at Sega. Uh, his past 15 years, he's worked exclusively on retro re-releases, uh, which include the Sega Ages 2500 series on PS2, 
uh, the Sega 3D Classics on 3DS and the AG series on Nintendo Switch. So he has a lot to deal with uh, in regards to uh, Sega releases for the Mega Drive consoles. He's also apparently worked on the Dreamcast as well and the um, Master System. So we don't actually know. Hopefully they it's going to be a Dreamcast because I would like to play some Dreamcast games. I never actually played the Dreamcast, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, but speaking of announcements, go on, quickly. I got mine, and I was testing them at Sega when I used to work for them. Yes. I, I had Dawkin, my friend who worked for Capcom Market, I had Dawkin him into the Dreamcast <laughs> in front of 200 people. It was good, man. He got humiliated because he lost in Dead or Alive because he thought he was a bad man trying to play that like Street Fighter. I murked him. This is why, Shinobi, we call you our Carl Pilkin. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we call you Carl Pilkinson. I, was Honestly, I feel like Ricky Gervais at this moment in time. Yeah, just goes off on tirades. Anyway, uh, speaking of announcements, PlayStation State of Play uh, is returning next week. Thirty-minute broadcast. Uh, it's been back after a two-month absence. Apparently, this is going to focus on third-party titles and PSVR two games. So anybody speculating God of War or another God of War game or anything else revolving around Sony's IPs is going to be very disappointed. This is not what this state of play is for, uh, but the presentation will be launching this Thursday, June 2nd. Uh, if you are interested in watching it, that's 11 p.m. if you're in the UK. That is ridiculously late. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we include nearly 30 minutes of announcements and updates. Uh, apparently, this will also include some indie titles, not from their own studios, though. Uh, Jim Ryan claimed the company was experiencing unprecedented demand. The reason for that, Jim, is because you haven't produced enough. Uh, according to platform holder, though, three US retailer events saw PS5 being sold at nearly 1,000 units a minute. Yeah, I got a question. Thousand uh, units of PS5. I got a question regarding the state of play, right? So they mm. they've already came out and said, you know, just third party PSVR two stuff. So with that being said, do you think uh, I got a couple questions for you and Shinobi regarding this? Um, do you guys think that they'll show maybe Forspoken because Rumblings oh, are? I mean, that, that is also an Xbox game, though. So yeah, but that's a third party uh, yeah, exclusive. Probably. That's going to be a third party <laughs> exclusive deal for at least a year or two years yes. because. That's how Sony goes with, you know, we're getting deals. So that game also, uh, Final Fantasy 16, which is a third party because that's still Square Enix and Sony does not own Square Enix. So maybe that could show up. And also, Uh, those Square Enix buying is apparently what this stream was going to be about. The amount of arguments on Twitter about them. I I wish I'd (laughs) actually. These people think they're certain. That Sony's going to announce they bought the rest of Square Enix. I don't think they're buying Square Enix. I don't think they're buying Square Enix. But 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 just to finish off my point, right? Uh, also, <laughs> with the Modern Warfare Two being confirmed, um, that there was also a rumbling saying that Modern Warfare Two for next generation consoles were like I, I think it's going to be PS4 and Xbox One as well. But the new Modern Warfare Two remake, the beta is supposed to come on PS5 first. Yes. So do you think that maybe we'll see something from that uh, there? Fine, also yeah. third party. Yeah. I mean, you guys can go check out the website if you're interested in Modern Warfare 2. We did get the announcement as well. We did post it. Mm. Find it on the website. I, it will be a PlayStation 5 exclusive for the beta. Uh, and that's great. Have some exclusive because drops. Xbox is in the works of, of buying Activision. So. Yeah, but that, that deal hasn't gone through till May. This deal that with PlayStation to get this content uh, will stretch until 2025, and it was signed three years ago. 
Jesus. Yeah, so they've got a basically they've signed eight years worth of, of content for Call of Duty games on PlayStation, which is why this is happening. At the same yeah. time, once Xbox buys it, I think they're gonna have a bit they they're gonna keep it going, but at the same time there's only two years after that left. And it could be that Xbox says we're not gonna bring out a game this year because that deal will then expire in twenty twenty six and they will maybe bring out one and then all the rest of that content will then be Xbox exclusive. It won't be PlayStation. I mean mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you've got some DLC, you got some item drops, uh, and the beta testing will be on PlayStation exclusively for the first month. Uh, anyway, uh, announced on Thunder Thursday. Uh, we will get into other movie news regarding Sony in just a bit, uh, but there has been apparently some launch issues. Ryan also claimed the initial market reaction to the PlayStation Plus service has been extremely positive. Uh, I did take a look at their latest uh, announcements for the PlayStation Plus uh, expansion, and it does actually look pretty cool, to be honest. We're not going to go into it here, uh, but there will be an article eventually. Up Before you move on, maybe just uh, regarding that PlayStation expansion, I'm 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 not going to jump into you know what's in it or what's not in it. I just want to ask you a question: Did yeah. you see? Did you see the news coming out of uh, you know out of uh, you know out of Asia, you know specifically with the Hong Kong PlayStation users? They were saying this was news coming out saying if you if you bought and tried to stack your uh, PS now. You know, to get ready for the PlayStation Essentials program, that if you wanted to upgrade, you know, after you got into that, it was it was taken into regards how much money that you had spent stacking. So if you spent a thousand dollars, then your price to upgrade would would uh it would reflect that into your upgrade purchase. So you wouldn't. It was like they was retroactively going back and charging you how much money you spent to stack just to upgrade. Yeah, and I mean, they did come out and say that was a bargain. They're sorry and they're reimbursing people. Yeah, but you but, know what the truth is about that, though. You know that that wasn't a technical issue. That was that was them trying to get people for you know what I'm saying that was that was them being anti-consumer, like as hell. PlayStation are known for this though with their with their okay. subscription service, and they need to stop it because I think a lot of people right now, from what I've read and talked to, uh, people are getting pissed off with it. They get really tired of it now. Uh, there's only so much you can prod people with a stick before they turn around and thump you on. So, mm. you know, Jim Ryan, if he's if he ever listens to this, you need to cut that out. They can say it was an accident and it was a bug. It's highly unlikely because it's not a bug if you're retroactively going mm-hmm. back through people's purchases and then charging them more. That but Sony always does this, though, Major. You remember from going from the success of the PS2 into the new generation of the PS3. They came yeah. out on stage and told people, if you cannot afford a PS3, go out and get another job. That is Yes, that, that, that pissed video. a lot of people off. They they that, right? On that one. Right? So, so yes, then, so then yeah. the PS3 generation reflected that with the Xbox 360 taking off and leaving the PS3 up until the end. And then, you know, they started to get back goodwill from people. So then they came out with the PS4 gen and, you know, and then they started being good to people again, you know. But now... <laughs> Now that they market leader again, they start not with the PS5 generation and they start to be anti-consumer again. I just think I, yeah. I don't know I, why. I don't going. think I think a lot of this is Jim Ryan. I think he uh, he's getting to the point where he's just like he sees people as like cash cows and he just mm-hmm. doesn't give a shit about that. If like he wants to squeeze every penny, like if he could, he'd hang people up by their ankles and shake the chain out. <laughs> that does. He, he honestly looks like Scrooge. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't feel like somebody like a Phil Spencer who seems to genuinely care about people. He just seems like 
this is the money. This is my. This is my money maker, and I'm going to squeeze it for every cent it's worth. Yeah, that's all he cares about. Um, we do find out. Jim Ryan has said the company though is still on the hunt for new studios to buy. Uh, during its fiscal year ending March this year, uh, Sony acquired five studios, uh, which included House Marquee, who made Returnal, uh, Fire Sprite, as we've already pointed out, Blue Point, uh, Valkyrie, and Nixus. Uh, is also vested heavily in Discord. Uh, Devolver Digital, uh, one of the biggest publishers in the UK, uh, and a live service game platform, Axel Byte, uh, which is on talks to fully acquire Bungie and Haven. They've been very busy, PlayStation have. Uh, they said it is extremely active in the area of investment. Uh, that's come from VGC uh, during a PlayStation business briefing this past Thursday. Uh, the purpose of these investments is to increase our core strength at PlayStation Studios. Uh, the planned Bungie partnership is a great example of this. He said, reiterating that Sony wants a Destiny studio to help gain a greater presence in the live service market. Apparently, Bungie is going to help Sony release 20 live service games in the next five years. That seems too many. Uh, yeah, that's way too many just for one studio to help. Uh, it doesn't, you don't, you mean live service games aren't that popular anyway. Destiny is clinging on by the skin of his teeth. Uh, Halo's been dropped because people find it crap. I mean, is there any other live service games out there? I mean, you could say GTA, but that's not really live service because those numbers are dwindling again, even though they've just released a new one for the new jet, next gen of consoles. There isn't that many actual yeah, yeah. live service games that are actually that popular. Uh, 20 games. I think, live I think service. But they're getting bored, aren't they? Because it's just yeah. monotonous, repetitive, the same kind of gameplay rehashed, recycled, it's the same thing. Yeah. And, and, and Bun- Bun- Bungie's not great at making Des- Destiny is is a rehash of Halo. And it's just about I mean yeah but on. I mean yeah but Destiny is, is 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 probably the best live service game that we have to look at. So them yeah. them part I mean, but at the same time you can't you can't like Destiny as a self, right? Because it's changed so much. People that are on Destiny One lost everything. Because when yeah. they had to switch to Destiny, when they didn't lose it, but then they switched to Destiny 2 and nothing really translated over. People who had problems back then of trying to get money they put in on their accounts, that went. They bought Destiny 2 out, and the amount of player base that only comes back for the event seasons, which is why Bungie right now is implementing more seasons throughout the months to try and get people to stay on continuously. They're trying to do one after another, which doesn't always work. But usually, their numbers drop at the end of an event, and then they come mm-hmm. back for the next one. So if you're going <coughs> to keep doing that, 20 that. games? Yeah, but I mean, 20 games robbed. for doing that. I got robbed with that. You know, because What's I bought that? limited edition, then the bloody season passes, mm-hmm. this, that, that. And I just got robbed with Destiny, and I just came off. I gave up, man. Yeah. De- Destiny 2, yeah, right, a lot of people had that problem with Destiny 2. They didn't translate from Destiny 1. Uh, I mean, but they, I had a problem with it at first, but I mean, looking at it, I mean, it's it's a sequel game, so I mean, I put in over yeah. two thousand hours into the original Destiny, so I mean, I had I had everything, so, but I mean, for me, it was it was looking at it like this is a sequel, so I was I was okay with that. Now, if this would have been another expansion, and then I, then I'm losing all my all my legendary loot, all my exotics, I would have had an issue with that. But a sequel, I mean, that didn't really bother me that much. True. I mean, I, I do. I didn't like the fact a lot of people put money into Destiny One, and then originally, I don't know whether this is this is my brain playing tricks on me, but I'm pretty sure that Bungie said at one point that you'll be able to transfer your characters and all your weapons and stuff over to Destiny Two, and then that didn't materialise. 
Well, you could transfer over like your um over like your your characters transferred over, but all your loot was lost because yeah, they made it story related. But I understand everybody who was mad because, like I said, if you put in two thousand hours like I did, it's like why did I waste all this time? You know what I mean? Well, apparently they're going to release another Destiny in the next couple of years, so all the stuff on Destiny Two will be leaving us from leaving. <laughs> anyway, talk about time. Yeah. Time to move to next thing. Come, let's go. Uh, anyway, uh, Sony has said they've invested 23% of their new budget in new IPs and 77% in existing franchises. Uh, apparently, they're going to be splitting it 50-50 though, going forward between new games and old. Uh, there is likely that they're going to be releasing some new titles this year. As I said previously in the previous podcast, I think it was about four weeks ago, uh, that there are certain rumours within the industry that Sony's next big acquisition will be happening before the end of this year. So they are looking to buy another studio before the close. Of Who do you think that is? I have no idea. And there haven't been any announcements or anything like that, but I'm suspecting it's another indie studio, uh, possibly UK, considering how much money they're putting into companies like Devolver. Uh, so it could be another UK studio. What do you What do you think about Ubisoft or Platinum Games? I don't. Ubisoft, Sony had, Ubisoft. I mean, Platinum Games seems the most likely. Ubisoft. I don't think they're ever. Ch- Sony has any chance of buying Ubisoft. <clears throat> well, they just put themselves up for sale, and and with Ubisoft, it seems like they they went into partnership with Sony because Ubisoft, whatever the hell their their live service is, that's yeah. going to be included in into PlayStation Essentials. And, and it will be on so, Game Pass as well eventually. They have to I hope they don't. It, it, I hope they don't. <clears throat> Yeah, it will no, be on Game Pass. Don't. It's already available on Xbox, but you have to pay separately oh, for it. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't like Ubisoft because that's the end of Mario Rabbids. Oh yeah, oh. facts. Your Mario <laughs> Rabbids is fire, but I don't want to get into you know what I'm saying. I don't want to derail. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of projects going on, Witcher Four uh, has been officially confirmed. We knew about this from last month. You can go check out the website for the article. Uh, it has officially entered pre-production, according to CD Projekt Red. Uh, they have officially wrapped up the research phase and we're moving on to physical development of the game. It doesn't have an official title yet. Uh, the company announced in March uh, that the new saga for the franchise will be coming within the next couple of years. They also build the time that the open world title is being built with uh, will be Epic Games Unreal Engine 5 uh, rather than Red mm-hmm. Engine, which is what they built the last Witcher on, uh, which powered previous Witcher games and, of course, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, we'll have news on that in just a second. Uh, Piotr Nigobosic, uh, who is the fi- chief finance officer, had provided an update. He said, we recently wrapped up the research phase. Uh, the project has now progressed to pre-production, and we begin to capitalise development expenses related to this new game. Uh, they have announced that The Witcher 3 has shipped over 65 million copies, uh, including more than 40 million copies for the Wild Hunt. Uh, following a delay uh, it confirmed last week, The Witcher 3 is now scheduled to be released for next-gen consoles in the fourth quarter, so around mm. Christmas for 2022. Another next-gen console, another, another, another rehash for the next-gen console. <laughs> no it's about bloody time. I will look, look forward to that. I mean, it's now a last-gen think... Switch, PC, mobile. I know it's going to be on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Great. Do you think with the Witcher 4, do you think, because Geralt's story is, is, his story is over. So do yeah, you think I think with the it's going to be Siri. I think Siri. Because, like, if, if, if you looked at that art that they put out, the art wasn't, it was, it was a whole other house. It wasn't, 
it wasn't the regular medallion. So it's either going to be a new Witcher or else it's going to be B B B Siri. But uh, them them getting out of the red engine, I think I think that's the best move that they that they could have did because I don't know if you played Witcher three at launch <clears throat> when I've you know played, when I, that, I've got about fifty percent of the way through. I didn't complete it. Yeah. So when that game first launched, man, that game was a buggy mess, bro. So yeah, them getting out of the red engine, I think I think that's the best move going going forward. But to be to be honest, I do know what you're talking about because the amount of times I fell through the map on that game, <laughs> trying oh, to yeah. jump off, trying to jump, and then just like going landing on branches and then going through the floor, and I'm stuck there. The amount of times that happened was just insane. Um, but I abandoned it and played Zelda instead. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I like Witcher Three. They did eventually fix it, but at the same time, it wasn't great. People were then were saying, "Oh, it's the great game." What happened to Cyberpunk? You, you don't you obviously haven't played enough CD Projekt Red games to know, uh, but we do know about Cyberpunk's first expansion will officially be announced or is has officially been leaked anyway. Uh, we don't know where the information came from. However, uh, it's outlining the main quest. Uh, the DLC reportedly explored new areas of Night City. Uh, the files, which have been widely circulated now, uh, were reportedly data mined from a recent game patch. Appeared to suggest that DLC will follow Songbird, uh, who's a character that was previously data mined from the original game and features a finished model, which actually works surprisingly. Uh, it's claimed the files aren't complete. Uh, there are several side missions using placeholder text instead, uh, so there's nothing physically there. However, Ulic appears to confirm the expansion will include several main missions. Uh, according to Reddit users, the expansion will take players to the Combat Zone, uh, which is an area of the Pacifica region, uh, which was inaccessible in the in the base game. Uh, it did feature an art, but though the world of Cyberpunk 2020, 2077, uh, players will also visit the Sports Dome, uh, which is a large arena from the main game, which is location where we went to... Um, uh, you had to go through the void and sneak in. Well, yeah. You guys will know. If you played the base game of Cyberpunk, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, interestingly, there appears to be a very little dialogue featuring Johnny Silverhand, uh, which means that possibly uh, Keanu Reeves is not returning for the DLC. I'm uh, trying to figure out. He hasn't even played the game. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out, Major. How do you? How, how are you a, a game developer? You pay millions of dollars to get Keanu Reeves to come on, and your first DLC that comes on, it's not a Johnny Silverhand backstory. Like a complete backstory with missions with Johnny Silverhand, which you utilize as Keanu Reeves since you had to pay all this money anyways to get him to come aboard. I, I actually know the answer to that, and the reason is because when <clears throat> Keanu Reeves heard the bad press that Cyberpunk got, he was not happy and refused to work with them ever again. <laughs> but I mean, but I so mean, that's the no, reason but like, why. But like, but like the way development goes, they this development cycle could have been done, and this could have been been done years ago. So why mm -hmm. wait until after the bad news comes out that your game launch buggy it rubbed people the wrong way? Why did they not already have all all the mocap done for Keanu Reeves? Why not have all his voice lines already done? And then yeah. so then that way, okay, you don't want to come back and, and, and help us market your DLC, but but whatever, we already got everything complete, so it's still gonna have you in the game. So why mm -hmm. like how, how do you fumble this bag? I, I'm not a game developer. I don't work in game development. But if I can sit here and rip two of my brain brain cell matters together and come up with this idea, what the hell are they doing over at, at, yeah. at CD Projekt Red? I don't. I think they they completely just dismissed DLC because I don't think after the when the game launched and it was so broken that people were basically canning it. Stores were taking it off shelves. PlayStation was giving re. I think they just gave up. It was like this game's going to go nowhere. 
and then they turn around and say, actually, let's focus on making fix in the game. Let's let's get it done. We don't want to ruin our reputation. We have to get this game fixed. <clears throat> so they spend a hell of a lot of time and money fixing that game. We're at a point where they're still not even fixed. They're still patching stuff. Although I yeah. have played the base game and I the best time to buy a CD project game is about five years after launch, maybe six. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I yeah. mean, the game is working right now if you're on next gen. Uh, you get it cheaper. Oh, yeah. work right now. Yeah, I haven't experienced that many I'll bugs. Look. You get it cheaper. It runs great. It runs great on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I played the next gen patches. It does. It does. I mean, yeah, it does. It does play very well. And I think the reason they thought they then didn't do DLC is because they spent so much time trying to fix it that now they've got to the point and say, okay, this game is now playable. Let's work on DLC. And I think they they just stopped DLC to fix the game that was broken in the first place. I don't believe that though, because because look at the Witcher three. The Witcher three launched. I, I think that it's debatable to say that the Witcher Three launched in a worse state than 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 um than Cyberpunk. Witcher Three at launched when I tried. I'm telling you, I don't know if you bought the game in 2015 when it launched. That game was broken, bro. And they had they what it was, and the reason the Witcher Three was fixed so quickly uh, was because that it was supposed to because it was so hyped. People wanted it fixed. So CD Projekt Red. I mean, the, the, they had several issues with it, but I don't think it was as broken as Cyberpunk. Because PlayStation and Xbox immediately got involved when they found out that how badly this game was bricking consoles. I also heard too that that when Cyberpunk launched day and date, um, because at that point in time we had the next gen consoles. I heard that I heard that it, it that it ran good on next generation consoles. I heard that, that that most people were angry because they bought a PS4 and an Xbox One version, and they bought this game expecting to see what we saw when they showed the game off. But it's like if if you're trying to play a next generation game on an old console, and if it doesn't run great, I mean, whose fault is that? Again, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not making excuses for CD Projekt Red, but I mean, bro, I would never buy a next generation game and then see it drop frames and see it screen turn and seeing it struggle to run on a base PS4, and then I'm crying about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to add a new ending as well because I do <laughs> want to end up with Pan Am without a virus in my head. I want to survive yeah. and go live with that woman because I'm in love, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, they did announce that the quarter of its development staff are working on the game's first expansion. Uh, it will feature a new storyline, new voice acting, new missions, new vehicles, new weapons, new clothing. Uh, they have said that the game, base game as of right now has sold 80 million copies as of December. So it could be that we're going to have a lot more content okay uh that being said we're going to jump into a break we'll be back in just a few minutes thank you for joining us on the talk games podcast episode 64 don't go anywhere you're listening you're listening you're listening the talking games the talking games podcast on gamesinquirer.com gamesinquirer.com Mental capacity, unmasked, it has to be stopped But I can't be my man, I can't just keep doing them like that 
You don't disrespect OG's R.P. Prodigy You're so appalled So's my manager, bitch I amateur Fuck a pro career, coast is clear But nowhere to go from here And nobody's close, I don't compare They ain't nowhere near, I'm way over here My competition can't see me Cause I don't a mirror That's how much we have in common Yeah, that's how much we have in common Up on this mic when we're on it Yeah, that's how much we have in common That's how much we have in common That's how much we have in common We are not alike, not alike me fungus yeah. Just gonna write down first thoughts. See where this takes me. Cause I feel like I wanna punch the world in the fucking face right now. Yeah. Here's nothing different the dope and wicked early His here sucking dirty dicks near puffing dirty pricks Wear hush what I'm giving the people They take it like it's ever therapy They get the reason not too many You're not aware of me If you know with me in a jiffy You never care to be You're scared of me Cause I am the killer Bringing the clarity with the speed I'm giving them all I got I'm kind of feeling like they're waiting For my motherfucking lips to bleed This decree They don't want a script to read They want me talking about I'm dripping like a dick disease And that is no surprise It's your demise Go for my best tech when I vocalize The fold the five I'm gonna slow the lies When I speed them up And I put them in the overdrive Close your eyes. That's how much we have in common apparently has confirmed three new movies of its IPs. Uh, these will include God of War, uh, Horizon, and Gran Turismo will be coming to TV shows on Amazon and Netflix. Cool. Uh, apparently, they have announced a new series are in development. Uh, this was announced also on Thursday. Uh, the company is currently working on TV adaptations of those three, according to a Japan-based analyst and investment advisor, David Gibson. Uh, Amazon has secured the streaming rights to God of War, uh, it's also claimed that Gran Turismo Project is actually a movie, though, rather than a TV. Uh, Sony's Iron District 9 director, Neil Blomkamp, uh, to helm the film as the director. Uh, they have also... Yeah, uh, a road trip movie, huh? <laughs> I, I'm, hope, I'm hoping they try and don't, don't do Fast and Furious, because I don't know what exactly you're going to do with Gran Turismo, to be honest. But anyway, uh, it first reported in March, Sony is the PlayStation were apparently developing a God of War series. Uh, it said the iconic action-adventure series was being adapted for TV uh, by Mark Fergus and Hawk Osby, uh, the Wheel of Time executive producer and showrunner, Raph Judkins. Uh, there are three positive announcements that have got a very good amount of positive feedback because of it. Uh, it's kind of Amazon was in negotiations to also secure streaming rights to Prime Video. Uh, Sony, obviously, is extremely interested in uh, announcing uh, the next Uncharted movie 2 will also be releasing at some point as well. Uh, because apparently the Uncharted 1 movie did very well for some reason. If you watch that, it was terrible. <laughs> uh, they had said that the movie made 120 million, uh, or was made for 120 million, and they apparently doubled their money back from the box office. Uh, it was the first major PlayStation production project to be released. Uh, apparently, there's also uh, working on The Last of Us HBO TV series, uh, which is being co written by Chernobyl creator Mazin, uh, a live action Ghost of Tsushima movie. Uh, by John Wick director Chad Sateski, uh, as well as a Twisted Metal TV series from the guys who wrote Deadpool. 
Uh, it's also, weirdly enough, uh, a Jack and Daxter adaptation uh, from Ruben Fleige. I can't say his name. Uh, amongst Who adds to these well. movies and TV shows, man? What's that? I said, who adds for these? For these adaptations? I don't know, but mind. apparently they're really interested in doing it. <laughs> man, I'm telling you right now, Major. Mark, mark my words. This shit is going to be trash. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncharted <laughs> movie was really bad. To be honest, I did not enjoy it at but all. I'm, but I'm going to let you continue, man. My fault for cutting you off, but that was just sitting in my heart, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree. Yeah, first time child... Grand Turismo trash. will be legendary trash. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, they tried to rewrite the base game and the story. Like, the first... They, they mix-matched 1, 2, and 3. They didn't include anything in 4, but they mismatched 1, 2, and 3 of the games, tried to make a movie out of it, but then changed everybody's backstories. I fucking hated Uncharted 1. And I never want to see them try and do that again. Apparently, they're making a second. Like, don't, please, just don't, don't, don't do it ever again. It's just stupid. Anyway, uh, speaking of movies, uh, the sad shooting in Texas uh, has got a lot of people very upset. Uh, but apparently, Disney has added a content warning to Obi Wan Kenobi, the new TV show that's airing right now on Disney Plus. Uh, they said the tragic and horror- horrific. Texas shooting in an evade uh, says there are certain scenes in this fictional series that some viewers will find upsetting. Uh, reported by Deadline, uh, the warning is specifically for the opening of the first episode. It has already changed once since the episode premiered earlier yesterday. Although this fictional series is a continuation of the story from the Star Wars films, uh, some scenes will be upsetting to viewers in light of the tragic events recently. Uh, there is no warning before the episode airs, but it can be seen by going specifically to the details tab of the episode. Uh, Disney did say it was working on adding a warning to the beginning of the episode as soon as possible. Uh, in light of tragic events, he said, we recognise there are certain scenes in this fictional series that some viewers may find very upsetting, and a content warning has been added to the show page. Uh, we are also working as an advisory in front of the series as quickly as possible. Uh, Netflix did a similar thing with season four of Stranger Things, because season four, we will have a recap, a written recap on the website, but it is extremely bloody with the number of children dying. Uh, so they are working to also add a warning uh, before the next one. Uh, the season three recap also currently has a uh, a warning, but that's only in the US. Uh, that being said, uh, we're going to jump into our final segment. This is obviously episode 64. Uh, so I would like for you guys, we're going to talk about 64-bit games before we end. Uh, the 64-bit games that deserve a comeback. Uh, if you guys, I like, think, um, I like 64 Double D. But anyway, no, 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 man. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, that's on the um, thingy, man, on the N64. I don't that's believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to you up. I'm trying to think major major <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think and and like the only 64 bit thing that I can even think of is the Nintendo 64 but even if you even if you look at Mario 64 that game wasn't even 64 bit that game was 32 bit so yeah. I can't even think of any 64 bit games because at the time when that console was out and what about the Jaguar I wasn't looking, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't looking to see if it's 32 or 64 bit. A Jaguar 64, that's uh, the Alien versus Predator was on that. But mm-hmm. uh, even though Mario was uh, 32 bit, it's still um, the uh, pinnacle of gaming. And, uh, oh, yeah. It's a, it's a great game. It's just 
I just think it's ironic, Shinobi, that it's, it's the, the Nintendo 64 was called the 64 because it was supposed to be a 64-bit console. Yeah. And the flagship title, being Mario 64, was only 32-bit. I just I just find that ironic. I mean. But the thing is that it, that console is a significant point in history that it redefined 3D gaming. I mean, it really, oh, yeah. it really made, like, from Doom to actual 3D where you can go anywhere and you can yeah. slide downstairs and banisters and, you know, jump through picture frames into other worlds, uh, swim anywhere. Yeah, total freedom. So that was afforded by the 64-bit console. Do you guys know There are 64-bit games, games still releasing. Among Us is a 64-bit game. Okay. I never knew that. I think, I think, I think Half-Life 2 was 64-bit, right? Yes, it was. There are a number of games that deserve a comeback, one of the which uh, that I actually want to see is Brainstorm. Uh, it only released on PC, uh, but it was a 64-bit game. It was actually pretty cool. I did have that on my PC. Um, I, I believe there's a trailer right now on YouTube for the original some gameplay. Not really a trailer, but some gameplay if you guys want to check it out. But I did enjoy Brainstorm. Uh, there's 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 so many games. I mean, Bridge Constructor right now, uh, a game came out last year. That's 64 bit. There are a number of games right now. Buck Snatch is 64 bit game. Infinite Warfare apparently on PC was 64 bit. I think that's somebody taking the piss. Uh, but there are a lot. Uh, is there any games that you can think of right now from 64 bit generation that deserve a comeback? I mean, does it have to be a 64-bit game? Cause, yeah, because I mean, it's episode 64. <laughs> I, mean, I, okay. I mean, yeah, but, 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 but Mario 64... No, no, just let's, let's keep generation. it with N6. Keep right, it, N6, yeah. N64. Keep it with N64. Games on the Nintendo 64 that deserve... I want that. Jet Force Gemini, I want that. Blast Corp, I want that. I'll take Gex, bro. Gex and GoldenEye, you know, and GoldenEye is being rumored to come back, so I'm going to throw that in there for honorable mention. And then we got the cruising, so I'm happy with that. Uh, remember cruising, cruising blast with remember cruising USA, so I'm happy. Cruising with USA that. was legendary. Yeah, but we got cruising blast now on the switch. Wow, that's good. And then I um, mean they they did remake Doom sixty four. I did yeah, remake yeah, that. Yeah, they did do that. And um, uh, but the the N sixty four had some classic like Wave Race. I want to see that again. Although the GameCube one was superior, um, but. The, when it first came out, it was amazing. 1080 snowboarding. Oh my gosh, yeah. where did that go? Where did that go, man? I'll like, take uh, I'll also throw in Donkey Kong 64 into that mix, man. Exactly, I need a new 3D Donkey Kong game, bro. Oh, I remember that. I, I, I think Donkey Kong is way too long since we've had a decent one. Yeah, yeah. We need a real 3D Donkey Kong. I still got my copy. And I got a RAM upgrade on the with a yellow cartridge, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I, got that, I remember. Yeah. I, I'm going to go off on a small tangent. I remember getting that game for Christmas when I was younger, but I didn't have that, that red and black expansion that you had to put into the front of the 64, so I couldn't even play the game. But that's just, you know, one of my... One I, got of my one. I got one. I bought it new, and I uh, yeah. still got it. And then um, I want to see, um, like, uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's yeah. Mask. Remake. Yes, they definitely need a relaunch. They definitely do. Brand new Unreal Engine, you know, brand new remake i want to see yeah. that and i want to see uh f-zero remake brand new, not even remake i want a brand new f-zero following on from the gamecube what version. about yeah. what about 
what about Star Fox? Like, because because I feel like that was. Oh really yes, that's, that's actually going to be my next my next suggestion as well. Star Fox. <laughs> I want yeah. that game's terrific. Honestly, I've race mm. FX. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see Star Fox primarily, Star Fox 64, because mm-hmm. I've got a Nintendo 64 upstairs, and I've got Star Fox 64, and it is amazing. The game was legendary, I, man. Yeah, that, 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 when that game came out, it was revolutionary. They need to bring that back. The best one is 3DS, because it pops out the screen, especially with the new 3DS. Yeah. It just comes right out of the screen. It was. But I, I would prefer if they bought a Star Fox to, like, Nintendo Switch or Xbox. To the Nintendo Switch, yeah, because I was about yeah, to ask Adobe why. And, yeah. Why are you trying to tell me to play on the 3DS when we got the Switch, man? Come on, come on, come on. No, but i tell you one thing. That was one of the best 3D games on the 3DS. It really came right yeah. out of the screen. Yeah, I mean, you need to see it to believe it. And the, the new 3DS was superior to the other 3DS. So basically, um, there was the um, there was a 3DS XL. That was good. But the new 3DS really popped up. Can I throw one more game in there, Major? I want to throw one more game in there. Go, on, go ahead. Go ahead. You got Stadium. a couple of minutes. Pokemon Stadium, man. The original. Oh, Stadium. yes. That the game uh, was legendary. I've got that, actually, as well. I've got Tell that. Me, yeah. Tell me this, right? how, how, is it, how is it Pokemon Stadium on Nintendo 64 has better animations than the new Pokemon games? I have no idea. I don't know what the hell they did. <laughs> I don't even think they played the original, to be honest. I think they uh, looked that's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know why they're bothered. <laughs> if you've got the game, just remake it, like improve the graphics and release it again. What is the point of trying to do it again? Yeah. Stupid. Uh, At least they did Pokemon it. Snap. They've done that, so that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, that's going to do it for this week. We, I have been Major. Thank you very much to Shinobi and Bam Bam. Wait, 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 wait. You can't forget my my, my bipolar. We already oh, yes. I, I will get to that. I, will, I was going to get to that, but bye, thank you. But I said bye. Okay, that uh, took me time to um, took me some skill to uh, eat that. <laughs> but uh, um, yes, uh, if if you guys liked us, because I actually was enjoy listening to him. If you want him to come back, send us a message. Uh, okay, if Shinobi can can, ballot, can yeah. conjure him out of his throat again, <laughs> <It was very laughs> nice. and get him back. Um, but that's gonna do it. I have been made. Thank you very much to you guys for joining me this week. Yeah, man, thanks for having me on as always, man. It's always a good time chopping it up with you. And uh, Shinobi, man, thanks for pulling up. I've been, I've been hey, asking man, you to no come problem, back man. for a while, man. I always love picking your brain, you know, hearing hearing some of your Hadouken stories, my brother. I need to come back for all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what's uh, up. We, we all love Shinobi. Uh, thank yes, you, sir. Taz, as well, for joining us. Thank you. Uh, it was it was amazing today. So, bless, you know, bless. Yeah, I, I'll actually speak to Taz, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to him as well for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode 65. Uh, don't forget to check out the website. Sign up for an account right now uh, on gamesinquirer.com. Uh, there will be a number of new articles up from tomorrow. Uh, you will see some more up today as well from the stuff we missed from Friday uh, because Friday is always insane. Uh, but we'll be back next week. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget to check out the website. Follow us on all socials. Create an account on the website. Check us out on Patreon if you are willing to support us in any way. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. My Not other personality says later. Uh, <laughs> peace. We're out. Peace. Yeah, peace. <laughs> See you all next week. Bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast. <laughs>